0: Rewinds contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Take me back.
1: This is Rewinds, a podcast where we rewatch, relive, and react to nostalgic movies from the 2000s and more while drinking a glass of wine. I'm Vicki, and I'm Renee. And today I am not drinking wine. I'm drinking a gin and tonic, keeping it classic.
0: Well, that's better than me. I'm not drinking at all. You know, I'm drinking water. Because some days you just gotta ran hydrate out or dehydrate. Exactly. Yeah, and I ran out of alcohol, and I didn't go to the store. So that's
1: absolutely why I'm drinking gin and not wine. <laughs>
0: yeah i would
1: never i will be better prepared next week i would never let the gin well run dry however the wine well it happens it happens <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. today we're reviewing devil wears prada mm-hmm. cannot wait renee has never seen it
0: yep this is my first viewing
1: renee initial I have, thoughts I have before to we say. even jump into the trailer
0: um i didn't really enjoy it no <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't get the point i think the problem was i thought it was a comedy oh no like, i thought it was funny oh no so i was waiting for like the jokes and the like Mm-mm. slap humor you know and nothing happened yeah it's not and coming I like, yeah i was like oh, okay i'm bored yeah.
1: <laughs> i absolutely love this movie i did notice we're about to play the trailer and let me just say if you watch this trailer there are scenes that aren't in the movie in this trailer Oh, that's odd I know for a fact I've seen this movie a thousand times and those scenes aren't in it yeah. <laughs> they must have cut them that's in editing
0: yeah but kept them in the trailer that's, I guess so that sucks
1: <laughs> alright guys let's dive into that trailer
2: Miranda Priestley is the editor in chief of Runway so you don't read Runway no not to mention a legend and before today you never heard of me no You work a year for her, and you can get a job at any magazine you want. you have no style or sense of fashion. I, I... No, no. That wasn't a question. You got a job at a fashion magazine? (laughs) What was it, a phone interview? Who is that? Are we doing a before and after piece I don't know about? In the world of high fashion. There you are, Emily. Actually, it's Andy. My name is Andy. A million girls would kill for this job. Is there some reason that my coffee isn't here? Did she go to Rwanda for the beans or something? Where so much is at stake. I need 10 or 15 skirts. Goodbye, goodbye. Hello? Where are my eggs? Lingerie. She is vicious. Andy Sachs is about to discover she hates me, Nigel. There's a way that you can help me. Will Chris go and some fishing line, and we're in business. It's not just about what you wear. What do you think, <laughs> Andy? You look so chic. You look so thin. Do I? I'm just one stomach flew away from my gold weight. It's about who you are. Name. I got it. Let me talk to her. No, 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 no! Oh no! I'm leaving right now. Do you know why I hired you? I see a great deal of myself in you. The person whose calls you always take, that's the relationship you're in. Let me know when your whole life goes up in smoke. That means it's time for a promotion. People think that success just happens to you, it doesn't. You want this life? The decision's yours. The Devil Wears Prada.
1: And we're back. Uh, Renee, I gotta go back to this part. What made you think it was a comedy?
0: I don't know.
1: Interesting. (laughs)
0: I I had only seen, like, bits and pieces of it, mm-hmm. uh, like, when it aired on TV and things like that. Like, I never sat down and watched it start to finish. Fair enough. But for some reason, I just, I I don't know. I thought it was, like, funny. It was, like, funny. No, I don't know. Absolutely
1: don't know not it. a comedy in any way. No. <laughs> Nothing about mm-hmm. this is funny. A lot of it's actually problematic. No, I mean, I
0: laughed. I laughed a few times, but just, you know, like, uh-huh. Uh, not like you know yeah definitely not in the comedy Comedy category (laughs) yeah i don't know why i thought that
1: so we open with a montage i live for this montage the music the cuts it's just it's good it's quality my girl Mm -hmm. is my girl andy is taking the subway instead of a taxi and all the other models are taking taxis which she's me she's also having Mm -hmm. herself a little onion bagel which she might regret later um we see andy getting ready she's getting ready for an interview and uh we get to the interview she's eating her bagel she comes out of the subway get to the interview we're in runway which i assume is it's supposed to be vogue pretty much it, it is it, that's what it's based off on Why my voice sounded <laughs> <laughs> like i came straight from <laughs> california valley right there <laughs> yes so she's interviewing to be the second assistant of Miranda and the first assistant Emily is interviewing her. Emily thinks it's hilarious that HR thinks she could do this job. <laughs> Which I'm like, "Okay, Emily. <laughs> Keep it." Emily Emily Blunt looks crazy. Oh, the eyeshadow, the red hair.
0: She looks insane. I knew she was in this movie, but as soon as she came on screen, I was like, wait, is that her? No, that's not her. Yeah. Oh my god, that is her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. <clears throat> um, but uh so Emily's like, you know, to work here you have to have an interest in fashion. And Andy says, What makes you think I don't have an interest in fashion?
0: <laughs> that outfit girl. She's like,
1: Girl, look at you. <laughs>
0: So they're walking. I don't know why she wants to work here in the first place.
1: Well, she says it's this, or I wrote it down. I can't get to find it. anything
0: else in New York. I'll get
1: I'll get to it, but well, she wants to do a writing job specifically.
0: Yeah, she's got this huge resume in the middle of New York City, and this is the only job she can get. I don't think
1: it's that huge. I think she was just on like college papers.
0: To be honest. Well, she acts like she's got this huge resume. She, she, definitely, she has all she, these like, talks little the article talk. clips and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's mainly my question throughout the whole movie. I'm like, why is she still working <clears> here? <throat> what? This is the only job it, she could find?
1: I can't really talk about it because I still, I just can't talk about certain things. But this was triggering for me. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll fucking leave it at okay. that. For reasons yeah. I cannot disclose at this time, but hope to disclose in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so they're walking back to do this um, interview, and Emily gets a text, and she's like, fuck. <laughs> the whole entire office loses their minds. People are just, like, throwing out their food and taking off their clogs and putting on their little heels. What's his- Tucci comes running through. He's like, gird your loins, which is, like, the best line of the whole movie. And, um, and <laughs> Andy's just like,
0: I'm sorry, what's happening? She's just, yeah. She's just I don't understand everyone. why these people go through all this. Like, uh, why come to work in clogs if you know you have to put heels on? Just come to work in heels. you know, be comfy. It's New York. You walk to work. Okay. And put your heels on <laughs> instead of rushing around when the bitch just shows up.
1: Also, where were you that you weren't at your desk? That's the bigger question. Like you just zoop-zoop. Yeah, like the- what are you doing? I don't know. But everyone's running around like crazy. To- Stanley Tucci, also known as Nigel in this movie,
3: mm-hmm.
1: he says, "Did someone eat an onion bagel?" And Andy's like, <laughs> "Fuck," <laughs> because no one in that office eats. So anything she eats, they're gonna they're gonna smell it. Hmm. So um, M- I have it as M. Mm-hmm. Miranda gets in an elevator that has someone already in it And they're like, sorry Miranda And she gets the fuck out of Dodge and Gets herself a different <laughs> elevator Ridiculous And then um, Emily attempts I believe, I believe Miranda starts storming in And asking her a bunch of questions And Emily's saying, well I, I did do this I did confirm that But for some reason Her facial appointment wasn't confirmed For some reason And Miranda says the tales of your incompetence do not interest me. <laughs> and I'm like, go off. So she try Emily tries to like stand in front of Andy so that Miranda can't see her and she's like, "What is this? Who is this?" And Emily mm-hmm. explains to her that she was going to interview her for the job. And Miranda says she'll do it herself. Also, during that whole entire like spiel when she's asking her why her appointment wasn't done and she's giving her a thousand tasks that she needs to do she says <laughs> she says um is it impossible to find a slender paratrooper am i reaching for the stars here <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> everything is about being skinny in this movie
1: oh The body image issue. I feel like we should actually put a trigger warning in, like the trigger warning of the body shame and like an abusive workplace. I was triggered by both of these things. So yeah, it's bad. (laughs) Am I reaching for the stars? (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Like, what? Meryl Streep is an. She's just Meryl Streep. It's so good. Yes. So she decides
0: she's gonna interview Emily. Sorry, interview Andy. (laughs) And uh, Andy Sachs. It's the worst name I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I forgot her last name. (laughs) I wrote it down because it was so bad. Um,
1: So she asks Andy. She's like, so you've never heard of this magazine and you have no idea who I am. And Andy flat out is like, I don't. Which I'm like, bold move. I would be like, (laughs) love that. No, I totally researched (laughs) this job. Which I guess it was 2006. So you weren't Googling every job before you had an interview like you do now. But go off. Right. (laughs) Um, so she's, she also says, she also says, and you have no style. And Andy's like, well, I think she's like, no, no, that wasn't a question. That wasn't a question. (laughs) Meryl Streep is what makes this movie so good. Like, that's it. Um, she kind of like dismisses her. And, um, I think she, that's when she says that's all. Uh, and she starts to explain her resume and she says it's this or I wrote it down. This oh or Auto Universe, <laughs> those are her two choices.
0: How the fuck, is that?
1: I assume it's like, like a, a car magazine for cars. Yeah, something oh, like that. No, absolutely not. So as she's saying all this stuff after Miranda's just already dismissed her, Stanley Tucci walks in, just cutting her off. <laughs> they just start, mm-hmm. they just start going through. <laughs> They're doing their thing. She is dead to them. So mm-hmm. Andy leaves. She gets into the uh lobby and emily comes to get her because she's hired now she's at dinner with her best friends and her boyfriend we have the boyfriend nate he's a chef we have lily the bff he's cute. gallery director he's cute but i hate him oh he's a douche yeah absolutely a douche and we also have yeah. doug who is a financial he's a some he's an analyst of some sort and clearly is supposed to be gay <laughs> they make that clear he's gay
0: yeah why didn't i don't know why they don't just say it
1: but they definitely make it so vague
0: he says like gay things uh, like you know also that man's voice is not that high in real life right like he knows the designers and he's into this new job that she's got at this magazine and they just like look at him funny it's like honey people are gay like right it's okay yep but they never outright say it. I was waiting the whole time like, "Hello?" Yeah,
1: no, they never say it. Even like at the gallery later, she's like, "I have someone I want you to meet." And he's like, "Ooh, art and sex." And then you a dude. never see
0: who it is. Yep. Never see it. Yep. Stupid.
1: So, uh, they're at the dinner, she basically just tells them she got the job, which her boyfriend says, "Was it a was it a phone interview?" And immediately I'm like, "I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up cuz I hate you." Yeah.
0: I literally I said her boyfriend is hot, but kind of an ass, literally an ass <laughs> and only gets to be more of one as the time goes on. Yes.
1: Yeah. So we see a scene. It's the next morning. Her phone rings and Emily's like, where the fuck are you? You need to be in the office right the fuck now. I looked at the clock. It's six thirty in the morning mm-hmm. and she gives um, Andrea the the office coffee order, which like I just want to say I have again, I'm triggered by this workplace abuse <laughs> Every time someone gives her a direction and she doesn't have a notepad already in her hand, I'm like, "What are you doing? I'm, get a pencil. Yes. Scramble. Scramble. Stop saying, uh, uh, "Find the pen. Find the paper." Yep. You if this keeps happening to you because in the movie it keeps happening to her, get a notebook. Yeah. Have it up. Get a fucking voice recorder for
0: God's sake. Do something because I'm panicking yes. and
1: you're not doing anything. I'm yeah, she just hangs up the phone
0: out. after that coffee order situation. And I'm like, girl, you don't remember a damn thing she no, just said to you. she said, can you repeat that? And she just clicked. <laughs> yep,
1: you're fucked now. Figure it out. So she gets to work and Miranda's all like, where is my coffee? And did she go to Rwanda to get the beans? Is, is she, she dead? dead? <laughs> 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 and she walks in and Emily's like, finally. And Andy's like... <laughs> And she says, don't fuck this job up. Because if you fuck this job up, it's on me. And I'm like, honestly, I get that. (laughs) Emily Mm -hmm. explains her job Mm -hmm. to her. And she explains that the first assistant and second assistant are very different. Mainly, Emily gets to go to Paris. Andy does not. (laughs) Pretty much. Also, I have a note about how Emily's wearing blue-green eyeshadow. And it's so smoky. And it's like 630 in the morning.
0: who has the the makeup in this movie is insane mainly on emily i mean
1: there's a lot of like later when they're in the room doing the fashion review one of the girls is wearing an all orange eyeshadow and it's it's not a girl of color so it looks very bad it's a white girl
0: i don't even know if there
1: is a girl of color in this movie maybe in the central park scene Mm, i think there might be some models there that are but that's it maybe um, so, anyway, Emily explains to her what the book is, because Andrea doesn't know what the book is, which I don't think anyone knew, but now they definitely know, and, like, Ugly Betty came out right after this, and it was a thing, the book, in that show, because of this movie, for sure. Oh. So, the phone rings, and Andrea's like, what do I, uh, and Emily just walks the fuck away. <laughs> she
0: said, figure it
1: out. Oh, she also says, like, you can't leave the phone, because... <laughs> She's like one girl. One girl left the phone because she cut her hand open with a with a letter opener, and then she missed a call from Carl <laughs> Lagerfeld right before he took a seventeen hour flight to Dubai. She never worked again. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I know it's 2006, but we can't just like forward the calls to your cell phone so you can answer on the toilet. That's not an option. Nope.
0: Nope. But Apparently anyway, not. she
1: goes to answer the phone, and she's like. Mrs. Priestley's office? And she they tell her who it is. And she's like, okay, can you spell Gabbana? <laughs> that bitch hangs the phone yeah. up on her. I'm like, that is absolutely <laughs> said, me, though. no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to spell yeah, Gabbana. no. Nobody does. I also have a note about how thick her MacBook is. <laughs> oh, yeah. And why does she keep the keyboard in the drawer? Oh. But she's not keeping it in a drawer. That's like an old school desk where the keyboard part pulls out.
0: No, and then she puts it on top of the desk.
1: Yeah, but it's supposed to be on the desk. Like, it's supposed to be you pull it out and you start typing. Like, that's why what it's she made move for. It? I don't know. Just know, She I does it just every time, you, and I'm like. That's like an old school desk where, like, you're supposed to, like, pull the keyboard part out and start typing. which Yeah. I, that's just a poor design. I don't know why that was ever a thing, but whatever. Nigel brings her a pair of heels, and she's like, I don't need those. And he's like, girl, have you seen your shoes? You need him. <laughs> Miranda calls for Emily, and she means Andy. And em- Tucci's like, uh, "She means you." Yeah, that's your cue. Andy goes in there, and she's like, "Oh, it's Andrea." And the the people behind Miranda are like, "Bitch, did you just correct?" Her? <laughs> Their faces are shook. <laughs> and then Miranda just gives her a bunch of directions, all these things she needs. And then she, she needs go- skirts. She needs 10 to 15 skirts from Calvin Klein, something about a horse,
0: and something She's else. She's like, what kind of skirts? She's like, I don't have time for your stupid questions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, what? I really relate to this so hard. I wish I didn't. <laughs> this is absolutely my life at work. <laughs> oh, God. Um. So she, and then she just slowly looks down her body to her shoes like, oh, no, your shoes. Mm -hmm. so andy like hurries back to the desk switches her shoes immediately and then emily walks in and she's like uh she asked me to do all these things and uh she needs skirts she needs skirts from calvin and klein and emily's Mm -hmm. like i will handle all of this while you get the skirts and andy goes me and she's like i'm sorry do you have something else to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so she tells her that she also needs to get 25 scarves Mm -hmm. um and she's like and miranda's gonna want coffee when she gets back Hot and she means hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm like I hate when people say that because as a, bari- yeah. a performer, barista, it only gets so hot. Okay, right. If you want me to burn the milk, <laughs> fucking fine. But stop telling me to make it hotter. Maybe your tongue should be less damaged.
0: For fuck's <laughs> yeah. sake.
1: Oh god, the people that would tell me to make it extra hot. Just ask your husband about it. They're awful. Oh, I know. <sighs> so she's going to get the skirts, and Emily calls her. That's when Emily calls her with the co- about the coffee, and I'm like again where's the notepad have a pen you know if your phone's ringing i'm triggered by that noise how is she not (laughs) yeah (laughs) that fucking sidekick Uh (laughs) uh-huh so um she gets back and emily's like where the fuck have you been and she's like i was getting the coffee and she's like i have to pee and she's like why didn't you pee she's like well i wouldn't be manning the phones then would i right (laughs) okay (laughs) Miranda walks in and throws her coat and purse onto Andy's desk and she's like do the coat do the coat Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like my god I feel high strung just listening to her
0: seriously I would have quit like five hours ago
1: Emily goes to leave and she's like I get 20 minutes for lunch you get 15 you get it when I get back and I'm like
0: 15 (laughs) and she has to go through a line I'm stressed it's not gonna happen
1: (laughs) so she goes to lunch and she gets the corn chowder and Nigel's like, hmm, the corn chowder. And she's like, yeah. He's already criticizing her food choices, which, mm-hmm. again, triggered. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he says, she's like, what does no one eat around here? And he was like, not since, not since 2 became the new 4 and 6 became the new 14. And I'm like,
0: what? Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> what? Like, this movie. <laughs> Whoa. Insane. if Anne Hathaway is fat god help me Uh, you know what it doesn't matter first of all I just want to say
1: your beauty does not depend on your weight I hate when people say oh you're so brave for wearing that oh you're so pretty okay Mm -hmm. yes I know Mm -hmm. just because I'm fat doesn't deduct the fact that I'm pretty half the time I'm the hottest girl in this fucking room so how about you shut the fuck up period i'm Absolutely. just saying don't get me started on body image issues y'all okay i lived a yes. long time with them i also went yeah. to an all-girls school that did not help that situation oh yeah no. and i was thin then
0: yeah i would fucking kill someone to be that thin again yeah oh well even when i was in high school i went to a public school but i vividly remember thinking i was fat and i look back at pictures of me now and i'm like what yeah. the hell i would and kill you were, someone like, to look like that
1: You were so thin. Like, I was thin, like, a size 13, but you were, like, thin.
0: Yeah, and it was just because still everyone around me was thinner. Mm -hmm. I I had a little bit of meat, so I was like, I'm fat. Like, no, I'm healthy. I'm fine.
1: In high school, I would have killed to be how thin Renee was.
0: (laughs) Right. And now I'm, like, not normal. Yes. Yes. Very normal. I am great the way I am.
1: That's right. (laughs) We don't do that here, Okay nope no shaming our bodies here we'll keep it positive nope. not every day is a good day but you do your best yep anyway. <laughs> anyway nigel gets a phone call and uh he's like well she moved the runway up or the the review up
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh and like okay and he's like that means you're already 15 minutes late and she's like fuck she throws out her soup which i'm like keep that eat it at your desk for god's sake also i just want to say going back for a second i love corn chowder i do too agave again another delaware reference but agave and lewis their corn soup is a masterpiece 10 out of 10 couldn't recommend more soup is
0: the only good thing about winter time
1: oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) agreed So they get to the run through and Nigel is like, sit here, take notes, don't fucking say anything. Just watch what's about to happen. Nigel and Miranda are like riffing off of each other in a way I haven't riffed off of someone in so long. I miss art school, honestly. I know college was a long time ago, but there's nothing better than sitting in a good riff off in an art school. Anyway, (laughs) it made me yearn for like someone with creativity to just bounce ideas off of. Not that Renee doesn't bounce ideas. But still. I try. You absolutely do. Just not about photo stuff. It's a whole different That's true. world. Yes. Just like when we do writing stuff, I'm like, um, I think this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, they're doing the run through and they're talking and they are going over the stuff and they are they want to choose a belt to go with this dress. And they say, <laughs> we're going to play the clip, but... <laughs> This they want to the pick a belt. Error. no see I I don't I don't think it's dumb I think they're right I hate it we'll play the clip and get into it
2: Kurt in a hint of saloon and I'm on board mm, but do you think it's too much like like the from July mm. I thought that but no not with the right accessories it should work where are the belts for this oh. why is no one ready here it's a tough call they're so different Hmm. <laughs> Something funny. Oh. No. no, 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 nothing's you know, it's just the both those belts look exactly the same to me, you know. I'm still learning about this stuff and uh this stuff? Oh okay. I see, you think this has nothing to do with you. You go to your closet and you select, I don't know, that lumpy blue sweater, for instance, because you're trying to tell the world that you take yourself too seriously to care about what you put on your back, but what you don't know is that that sweater is not just blue, it's not turquoise, it's not lapis, it's actually cerulean. And you're also blithely unaware of the fact that In 2002, Oscar de la Renta did a collection of Cerulean gowns. And then I think it was Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it, who showed Cerulean military jackets? I think we need a jacket here. Mm. And then Cerulean quickly showed up in the collections of eight different designers. And then it uh, filtered down through the department stores and then trickled on down into some tragic casual corner where you no doubt fished it out of some clearance bin. However, that blue represents millions of dollars and countless jobs. And it's sort of comical how you think that you've made a choice that exempts you from the fashion industry when in fact you're wearing a sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff.
1: Burn. (laughs) She burns her so hard as someone that paid thousands of dollars to take an entire semester of a color class and color theory. She's right. They're much different.
0: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> one has a circular buckle and one does not.
0: <laughs> and that is the only difference. In but the it, it's a big call I hate going to be speech. on a magazine. <laughs> I, I gotta be love honest. I love it. It is exactly how I it is. Literally- I literally... I said stupid speech about fashion. That's what's in my no.
1: notes. No. She's right. I have to say she's right. As someone that works in the art industry, this is how everyone thinks. They, they just live their lives. Like, art doesn't affect them. How do you pick your books? You look at the cover art. How did you pick the shirt you're wearing? You like it. Someone designed it. I'm just saying. Art is everywhere. Do not diminish. Okay. I'm on board with this speech. <laughs>
0: I thought it was dumb. I'm I can't I have to disagree. I think it's she's right. I mean, if I was into that, but what I think is dumb is it it doesn't matter to Anne Hathaway. She doesn't care about fashion, and yet she is no, working she at doesn't. one of the biggest magazine companies in the world that focuses on fashion and she doesn't care she doesn't know anything about it so what what the hell is she doing here that's the speech that i wish meryl would have said no this, it, this does matter to people but it doesn't matter to you because you don't know fashion so get the fuck out of my office it makes no sense for you to be my but assistant
1: see, i think that's why meryl's a good boss because she, she explains to her why it matters you know
0: she explains it like a bitch well
1: <laughs> yes yes that's correct
0: She's not teaching her. She's not saying, well, actually, this is how it happens. She's berating her and making her feel stupid.
1: I do want to say that if she was a male, no one would think about this that much.
0: (laughs) That's true for the whole movie. And she does say that. Anne Hathaway does say that, which I do appreciate. But again, if this was a clip, if this was a real life clip of a man talking to uh, his assistant this way, he'd still be shamed on the Internet.
1: Oh, I've absolutely been spoken to, the, to like this in jobs. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: And I would have quit on the spot.
1: I have oh, bills dropped to pay. everything I
0: had in my hands. and so I haven't around, been able never to came quit. Back.
1: I haven't been able to quit those jobs quite as quickly as I'd like, but eventually no. I've quit them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, anyway, that happens. I love it. Renee hates it. Pick a <laughs> side. I think mine's <laughs> right. I who be paid? Be oh, who who's sixty thousand dollars in student debt because she was a classes?
0: True. Who actually cares about <laughs> things like this? <laughs> Not me. So fair enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to her apartment. She's telling her boyfriend about the belt situation, and she's saying that the clackers worship her. Um, the clackers are the people who wear stilettos at the marble floors. He's making her grilled cheese and wine, which like dream. Period. Yeah. Honestly, and she says she's gonna stick it out for a year, which I absolutely get because sometimes you just gotta stick things out for to pad that resume so you can get a better job. I get it. I've lived it. I don't. <laughs> sometimes you gotta pay the bills, and sometimes you gotta get a better job to pay the bills, and you gotta pad the resume.
0: Yeah, but doesn't she say that? After a year she could be the first assistant and then go to Paris and meet all these writers and editors and all this. That's on her. <laughs> yeah, there in do... New York City, there are writers and editors literally on every corner. Go knock on someone else's door. You don't have to work at a shit job for a year for the chance to meet someone in Paris.
1: Yeah, I mean her biggest problem is where she's working is very credible, and so if she stays for a year and she gets that on her resume. She's going to be pretty shoe in at any other place she wants to work. So I do get it. I mean, I, I do think like mean, as an like assistant, that.
0: though, she's doing
1: a year of it's no in writing. It's still on her resume. It's still on her resume. I get it. As someone, it's definitely like an art field thing. Like, as someone dumb. that's in the art field, like, I've had to do shit I absolutely don't want to do, but it looks good on the resume. And no one knows that it was shit. No one knows that it sucked. They don't know what you went through. They just know that you worked with this person and it looks good. And that's just how it is sometimes.
0: That makes sense. It's the burden of being an artist.
1: And writing is an art, Renee. You're a writer.
0: Yeah, but I write for me. If I yeah. was trying to be a writer, it would be a pain in the ass. So that's why I just keep it to myself. That's untrue. You publish for free. Yeah, true. Fair enough. On a website, and I do it all by myself. Fair enough. <laughs>
1: She says she's not even hungry and she's going to pass on the grilled cheese, which I'm like, bitch, you better fucking eat that grilled cheese. He made Released. it for you. We go into a montage of all the days that she's working, coat and purse being thrown on her desk by Miranda. I love the
0: question she's asking.
1: She says, where's that piece of paper I had in my hand yesterday morning? Get me a reservation at that place that I, I like.
0: It's like the most random shit in like... No detail at all. It is so accurate. It's so accurate for
1: people that work in an (laughs) office, though. They absolutely get it. There are bosses like that. So the montage ends with Andy knowing how to get her people she wants on the phone and doing her job well. It's Friday, and Miranda's going to be in Miami, and so Andy's really excited because her dad's coming into New York, and they're going to have dinner and go see Chicago, which, love Chicago. Love
0: Chicago.
1: Absolutely love. Maybe we'll have to watch that. I think it came out in the two thousands. Okay. The movie. I fucking love yeah. that movie. Me too. So she's leaving the office and she's going to dinner with her dad. And her and her dad get to dinner. She's like, "Are you gonna get on me about this job right away?" And he's like, oh, "Let's have the bread basket
0: first. Well, he hands her a check first, and I'm like, "Damn, okay." Well, he Thanks, hands her dad.
1: Yeah, he hands her a check, and she's like, "I'm gonna kill mom," and I absolutely. Feel this vibe so deeply because anytime my mom offers to help me, I'm like, no, I don't want you to help me. I feel bad. You don't need to help. But the second that money hits my account, I'm like, I am holding on by a thread over here. Absolutely. As someone living in Philly, I am hanging on by a thread.
0: (laughs) I take any money that I can get. I don't care who it comes from.
1: Yep, exactly. (laughs) So they uh, finished dinner Maybe they're at dinner. They're walking from dinner to the theater. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Her phone rings, and it's Miranda, and she needs a flight out of Miami tonight because the twins have rehearsal in the mor- or recital in the morning. Oh so yeah. Andy's-
0: Why are her children so young? She's um, old. I would, I would
1: venture to say, because she had a career first, and so she didn't have children until she was more advanced in her career. Okay. When you're old, you can do in vitro. You can get surrogate. <laughs> when you got money like yeah. that. When you got That's New true. York, had a Vogue money. That's true. <laughs> and so that was my guess. <laughs> um, but I would say they're like, what? 10? Yeah. She's probably supposed to be early 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can squeeze them it's out possible. there at 39. It's not great, but you can do it. Especially if they're twins. Yeah. So... So she's trying to get her a flight, and Miranda calls her. She's like, the fuck? Where's my flight? She's like, I'm trying to get you a flight, but no one's flying out because of the weather. And (laughs) it, it, like, thunders in the background.
0: (laughs) The trees are, like, blowing over. It's barely a drizzle. I don't know what they're talking about. It's just drizzling.
1: (laughs) So she's freaking out, and there's a scene where she gets out of the taxi, and she goes to close the door, and her dad's coming out the same side. (laughs) And I'm like, no, the head. It's so rude. She's freaking out, and her dad's like, what does she want you to do? Call the National Guard? And Andy is absolutely me at work. Can I do that? Yeah. (laughs) She's, like, thinking about it. (laughs) So it's the next day at work, and Miranda is in the office, and Andy comes in to talk to her. And she's saying how great the kids' recital was, and everyone loved it, but her because she didn't get a flight (laughs) out of Miami. And Andy's like, "I'm sorry. I tried to do everything I could." And she says, "I said to myself, hire the smart fat girl." And I'm like, "What? If
0: she is fat, (laughs) then there's no hope for me." I
1: also do want to say that Andy plays someone right out of college in this movie. Sorry, Anne, Mm -hmm. Anne Hathaway plays someone. Right out of college in this movie. And Anne Hathaway is actually 22 in this movie. Oh, So go off, Anne. Getting (laughs) casted in your actual age group. Yeah. So Andy's apologizing to her and she literally almost cries. And uh, Miranda just dismisses her. Andy kind of like runs out of the room to Nigel to sob Mm -hmm. and complain. And um, I thought he was
0: going to be the nice one and he turns out to be a dick too. Yeah. No one's nice in this movie. Well, she runs to
1: him and he's like, you know, I'm not going to give you a gold star for everything you do. You're not even trying. And I'm like. Bitch is running her ass she off for is this trying. She just lady. didn't change her clothes. Which I oh, will yeah. say. I will say as someone that's worked in many different settings and does work in many different settings to this day. I do change my attire based on where I am to fit in. Mm hmm. I do. And she doesn't conform at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'll give him that. I give him that. And he says, you know, she has the job that a million girls have won. We get it, Nigel. Chill the fuck out. But I she asked him just to... Just
0: fire her then and hire another girl. I don't understand why they're all working so hard. And working hard to keep this job that she hates they're working so hard to make her do the job correctly just hire someone else if she sucks fire her
1: clearly you've never worked in a nine-to-five you can't you can't hire you can't fire them because then they can claim unemployment and businesses have to pay out of that unemployment well then they shouldn't
0: have hired her in the first place
1: (laughs) i'm just saying that's a fact I mean, I get it. It's like the first two months of work. It's just like you're adjusting and people aren't giving you any information and expecting you to know things. And I've been there. I, I've i lived it. I get it. I also get wanting to stay because it's the first job you've gotten like this and you need to get it on your resume. And you need to beef up the resume so that you can get another job like that and not go back to your old life. So I get it. It sucks. I, I know. <laughs> but she asked him for help. And, uh... Pretty much she just wants a makeover.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fine. The makeover is the thing that fixes her. It. I mean, literally, they just blow dry her bangs better. Yep, That is the makeover. And give her clothes. Who who are they just like, who's paying for these clothes? They're just giving them to her? She, he's giving them to her out of the sample closet. Okay.
1: Yeah. Because he says they go to the sample closet and he's like, we'll have to find something that try, try to find something that fits you because all the samples are twos and fours. Mm -hmm. and that's when he starts calling her six so andy gets her little makeover and she walks into the office and she looks hot as shit i will say that the chanel boots are those boots are nice (laughs) and that was definitely a thing back then like wearing really like tights under shorts such a vibe in the 2000s like absolutely um emily is like shook by how good she looks she's like andrea you look so chic I don't think she looks that different. No, literally, they blow dried her bangs better. (laughs) I'm not kidding. They literally took a round brush and fixed her bangs. They were not parted anymore. And gave her like a couple choppy layers. And some eyeliner. And some good waterline eyeliner. (laughs) So then we get another montage of her going to work in all her different outfits, which I I will say, I would wear pretty much all these outfits today. They're pretty classic. They're pretty simple. They're very cute. I'm into it. I didn't pay enough attention. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Renee. I remember thinking that Meryl Streep's outfits make her look older than she is. Yeah, well, yeah. At some point, Anne Hathaway has a hideous hat on. And I'm like, what the hell were they doing there? You got to be more specific. The only time I noticed was when it was bad. So. She wears a
1: lot of hats in this movie. I was like,
0: what the fuck?
1: She wears a white one. She wears a
0: plaid one. The dresses were good though. Yeah, I
1: like a lot of what she wore, honestly. In in specifically in this scene where they're montaging, and she has like the really cute like Kate Spade green coat on with the leopard cuffs. That's really cute. She wears that all white outfit that has a hat.
0: Mm, I don't remember. If it's like a little a
1: white hat. hat no, like a, I think it's like I think it's later. Hat. I think you're thinking of the plaid one that she wears with the Chanel necklace and the black and white top. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. I hate myself. Okay, (laughs) so she's at dinner with her friends, and she gives she's giving them all really expensive gifts. She gives them like a telephone that's fifteen hundred (laughs) dollars, and she gives Lily, which she has two best friends named Lily in two different movies. Uh, that's funny. (laughs) She gives (laughs) she gives Lily a a Marc
0: Jacobs purse, and. And the guy, the gay guy, gets perfume. He sprays it on himself, and it's clearly a women's bottle of perfume. Uh Uh-huh. And Clinique. She
1: gives out Clinique. That's how you know it's the 2000s, because that's the Mm -hmm. brand. (laughs) And uh, she gives Lily the purse, and Nate's like, I don't understand purses. And Gus is like, it is a... It is a... Not Gus. What's his name? Why do Mm. I want to call him Gus? he like, Gus Gus from Syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Doug. His name's Doug. Doug. Doug is like, it is not just a purse it's an accessory it's an expression of oneself i'm like i mean he's not wrong so her phone starts ringing and her friends go to like grab her friends go to like grab her phone and start tossing it around playing keep away and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with them i don't know how you felt about this but i didn't think it was funny at all
0: i didn't think it was that big of a deal she like got
1: so pissed i, I was would like- be pissed if my boss called and you tried to take the phone from me so I couldn't answer it, I'd be
0: fucking pissed. <laughs> I felt like they weren't actually going to answer it. So if she just would have stood there and not made a big deal out of it, she would have got her phone back. I was not a
1: fan. I was not a fan. I'm like, just give her the fucking phone. She has to answer it. It's her boss.
0: Yeah. I mean, also, they're adults. So doing something like that is right. kind of unnecessary. but Right. Like, stop. What the I fu- didn't understand why she got so pissed. Because it's
1: rude. Like, what the fuck's wrong with them? It's her
0: me boss. Like this. Yeah. Uh, if my boss it. called me on time when I was off, I ain't answering the phone. Yeah, but you don't work like a
1: salary job. You work an hourly job. I wouldn't answer the phone either hourly. Hell no. Right? You get paid hourly. Yeah. Yeah. If I... Fuck that. When I worked at Starbucks, I wasn't either. I rarely answered it. Unless it was Sam. Then mm-hmm. I answered. Right. Once your salary... The whole world changes. It's not, Sometimes I think it's for the good. Sometimes I think it's for the bad. But anyway, she has to go pick up this uh, f- dress design for Miranda at a swanky party. And she walks into this swanky party with a lot of pot lighting. Just not good lighting.
0: <laughs> and, mm-hmm.
1: a, and like music that's like in a fashion store. It's like uh, music. I don't know how yes. to describe it. It's funny, though. And she m- gets a drink at the bar, and she meets Christian Thompson, who she loves. She loves all of his work. He flirts uncomfortably with her, very uncomfortably. Very I don't ugly. know how you feel about it, but I'm not a
0: fan. No, he's ugly and weird.
1: I don't think he's ugly. I mean, he has a like
0: famous show now. He looks like a wax fig- He looks like a wax figurine. He looks like he should be in Madame Tussauds somewhere. Yeah, I mean, his face I- was so shiny, and his <laughs> cheekbones were like so tight. I was like, this man is about to freaking
1: blow up. I don't like find him that attractive, but I don't think he's like ugly. But also, ease up on the flirting. It's aggressive. Yeah. So he keeps flirting with her, and she's like, "Oh, I love your writing, and I'm a writer." And he says, "Oh, you should send your work over to him." And I'm like, "Girl, don't do it, girl." (laughs) I would do it. I would. That would be. I would quit my job on the spot. That's true. But he's not doing it to read her shit. He's doing it to fuck her. True. She says she's working for Miranda, and he says, oh, you'll never survive that job. You're too nice. I'm like, fuck you, bro. It's
0: another <laughs> And she says person. the
1: same. She says the same and leaves. She's back at the office, and Miranda wants to move up the James Holt preview, which is who she just went and picked up a sketch from the night before. And so they all go. Nigel's like, did she say why she wanted to move it up? And, and- Andy says, yeah, I asked her, and then we gabbed and brushed each other's hair. <laughs> <laughs> So they go to the preview, and Nigel's explaining to her what the preview is. She has one nod, two nod. she shakes her head, and then there's the pursing of the lips, which means catastrophe.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: James Halt has his preview, and it goes very bad. She purses her lips, and he's got to redo the whole collection because of it. Miranda, they go to leave, and Miranda gives her a bunch of directions, which Andy has already done, which I'm like, I love that feeling when your boss is like, can you do this, this, and this, and you're like... I already did. It's the best <laughs> feeling in the world. So she tells Andy she wants her to deliver the book tonight and uh, Andy bit and Andy tells Emily that she wants her to wait for the book and she's so excited because she's like, I must have done something right. She's excited because Miranda used her actual name and didn't call her Emily
3: mm-hmm.
1: which is a which is a win. <laughs> so Emily gives her the book directions how she's supposed to drop it off and that she's supposed to pick up her dry cleaning as well while she's doing it. And we see a mix of Emily giving her the directions and Andrea actually doing the directions, and they are vague as fuck. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Put the dry cleaning, dry cleaning in the closet. There's a thousand closets. Put the book on mm-hmm. the on the table with the flowers. Every table has flowers." <laughs> I'm like, "Who is this girl giving? Who is this girl giving directions?" So she's trying to figure out where to put the book. She picks a closet, but then she can't figure out where to put the book, and she hears the twins telling her you can just bring the book up to us. Emily what does it all fuck? the time. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I would have picked that center table. I would have said this looks good and left good it enough. there. Good enough. Yep. That is it's worse to not put it on the right table than to interact with her fucking children.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and to listen to children to begin with. Right. They don't fucking know. And they're, they're clearly like scheming. Mhm. The ones like she does. Oh yeah, she does. And then literally she, and goes off the fucking steps. <laughs> literally. Bitch
1: literally dumb so she goes up the steps and it's in new york so there's several floors so she has to pass other floors to get to them mm-hmm. and as she's going up the steps she hears miranda and her husband arguing which i have to say andy if you hear that turn the fuck around and get the fuck down the stairs run she starts walking slower i'm like no 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 you leave run mm-hmm. they see her miranda gives her the fucking evil eye And she just gently puts it at the top of the stairs and dips the fuck out. Mm -hmm. So it's the next day at work. And Emily literally is like, what the fuck happened last night? (laughs) And and Andy's like, it's not that big of a deal. I just, I saw the twins and they started talking. She's like, what? You did what? You went into her house? Which I'm like, I get it, honestly. (laughs) Like, chill. Miranda calls her into her office and she's like, you better get the fuck in there and go. And um, Miranda's like... I want you to get the Harry Potter book for my kids. And she's like, okay, yeah, no problem. I'll go right down to Barnes and Noble. And she's like, did you fall and hit your little head on the pavement? I want the unpublished (laughs) manuscript. (laughs) She's like, because you can do anything, right? And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) That, I, mm, uh. (laughs) it stresses me out. I have been in situations like this. It stresses me out. Mm -mm. She's just like, "Uh, you you want the unpublished manuscript? Okay. All right. So she's like, I also want a steak in 15 minutes. And I'm like, you can't even cook a steak in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. You need like, well, maybe you could, but you need like six minutes per side for a good Mm -hmm. steak. And she has four hours to get her the book. So Andy starts calling everyone. She's running to get the steak. She's like, wish me. She says to Emily, wish me luck. And she
0: says, no, shan't. I shan't.
1: (laughs) Shan't. (laughs) <laughs> so she gets the steak and she calls Christian Thompson for the manuscript. And he's like, sorry, I can't help you. She serves Miranda her, her steak. She's like putting the little like chives on mm-hmm. top of the steak for her. I'm like, OK, go off with this with the plating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Miranda goes, what's this? I don't want this. I'm going to lunch. I'll be back by three. If you don't have the book, don't bother coming back.
0: I'm I so throw mad. I threw that fucking plate at her.
1: Andy picks up the steak and slams it into the sink. And I'm I like, would have
0: slammed it into her head. Eat the steak.
1: That too. Eat it. Yeah. It's like that's a waste. Probably, it's New York. I bet you that snake that steak dinner was like seventy five fucking dollars. Eat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would've eat it. If you yeah. don't want to eat it now, put it in the fridge. Save it for later, put that shit on salad tonight for dinner. Or something. Yes. I would've eaten it. <laughs> eat that fucking steak. Honestly though, I I've lived through this. I've lived through someone saying they want something. You bring it to them, they're like, That's not what I asked for and you're like
3: Mm
1: -mm. what is happening (laughs) am i being gaslit is anyone else seeing this happen like you just (laughs) lose your mind Mm -hmm. so she decides that she we see her walking on the street and she calls nate and she says she's gonna quit because she can't get the harry potter book the unpublished harry potter book nate is like congrats good for you and i'm just like she lives with you you two have rent to pay in a new york apartment Oh, yeah. Maybe don't be so hyped that she quit.
0: Yeah. Maybe bring it down a notch. People because never think pay. about money in the in movies.
1: Never. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get that the job sucks. I lived through that. But you keep the job till you find another job. And if the job's right. better than the job you left, you right. look for a job that's at least equally as good in pay. Yeah. And if it takes a while, it takes a while. But you look for it and then you leave. But you can't just fucking... Yeah. People that randomly quit their jobs that don't have significant others, I'm like... And live on their own. I'm like, but how? Yeah. Because I have savings. I could do it. Mm -hmm. But every single day I'd wake up panicked. Yes, absolutely. Every day of my life. Yeah. If you have a significant other that can help you out, that's different. And that's amazing if you have that. But I ain't got that. (laughs) It's Mm -mm. me, myself, and Frank. And let me tell you, Frank don't pay the bills. Yeah, no. He don't do shit shit in a box and ask me to clean it up, so... Every day, I'll be like, do you make money? I don't think so. Stop scratching that chair, bitch. <laughs> Every, all the time, I say to him, you know how much you were? Free. You know how much that yep. cost? More than you. Yep. I'm like, you can go live out back with the alley cats. <laughs> so Christian Thomas calls her back, and he's like, meet me in the hotel. I can get you the book. And she's like, oh, fuck. Okay, fine. So she gets the book. And I love the scene where she drops the book onto her desk.
2: One copy. What are my twins going to do with that? Share? No, no, I made two copies and had them covered, reset and bound so that they wouldn't look like manuscripts. This is an extra copy to have in file. You know, just in case. Well, where are these fabulous copies? I don't see them anywhere. There was the twins. Now on the train on the way to Grandma's. Is there anything else I can do for you? Mm -mm. That's all.
1: Okay. So Andy tells her the fuck off, and I love it. (laughs) I'm living for it, honestly. So she tells her off. And then later that night, she's at the apartment and Nate comes in. He wants to celebrate. He bought all this nice food, which again, Renee, she just lost her job. Should you be spending money on all this fancy food?
0: No, I think but not. he didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, yeah, he was celebrating. But even still, right.
1: if That's she right. had quit. Yeah. 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 So he's like, oh, you are you quit, but you're still doing the, the twins uh, science project. How big of you? And she's like. You know, I just had a moment and I was weak and I just need to stick it out and get this on my resume after a year. And I'm like, that's right, girl. You just, you do your thing. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Nate is like all upset and pissy, which I'm like, look, she's in a shitty situation where she's trying to do something to better her career. Can you be a little supportive? Yeah. Can you just like let her vent and not be a shithead for one fucking second? Yeah. So she tries to flirt with him and is like showing her her new bra and then they... they head off to the bedroom. I guess is PG, maybe? I don't mm-hmm. think anyone curses. The The biggest curse word is shit, I think. So okay, then yeah, I guess PG-13. so. Maybe it is PG. Yeah. So then we go to a photo shoot in Central Park where Nigel is handing Andy photos to give to Miranda. And he lets her know he switched something out. And she's like, oh, can't wait to tell her.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and she's like in a bad mood. And Nigel's like, can I help you? What's with the attitude? She says she's sorry that her personal life is a mess. And he says, let me know when it goes up in smoke. It means you're about to get a promotion. (laughs) And I've never related to something more in my entire life. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) As someone that's like, I mean, Renee knows. Renee knows that I literally work almost seven days a week most of the time. I am Mm -hmm. just constantly working. And if I have one day off, I text everyone. What are you doing tonight? Do you want to get dinner? I'm... That's it. I just want to eat dinner with another human being (laughs) and not have a wedding dinner that's like mashed potatoes that have been reheated 17 times and pushed out of a piping bag. That's all I want in my life. (laughs) That's it. It's too much to ask for. Uh, So I I get it. So she's at a meeting. We see Miranda at a meeting and Emily comes in. She's sick as hell. And uh, Miranda's like disgusting, which I'm like just send her home. Give the girl the day off. She doesn't need to be here if she's that sick. Yeah. It's just crazy. She's asking for new ideas for spring and someone says we were thinking florals and she's like florals for spring? Groundbreaking. (laughs) (laughs) And I love Oh, this one guy's like well we were thinking that we could put them in like a cold industrial building and with the He doesn't say the word juxtaposition, but he's saying juxtaposition. And I'm like, as someone that went to art school, if any of you out there listening went to art school, because this will be missed on Renee, but let me tell you, when someone didn't have any good reason for the thesis behind their art, it was, well, the juxtaposition. And I was like, shut the fuck up and give a real explanation. You can't just say juxtaposition for everything. You just can't. And that's absolutely what he's doing in this scene.
0: I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's what
1: I mean. If you went to art school, you (laughs) literally everyone just fucking pulls out juxtaposition. They're like, well, the hard earth and the flowery florals. (laughs) It's like, no, you guys, you can't just juxtaposition everything. and Call it fucking good. You just can't. That ain't art anger if anyone out there is an art student you get me so anyway it's later on and there's a benefit tonight Emily's very excited she has this dress that she's been dieting to fit into and um and Andy's excited because it's her boyfriend's birthday and they're doing like a dinner thing for his birthday well now Miranda wants Andy to come to this benefit because (laughs) because Emily's sick as hell honestly and andy's like kind of bummed out because it's her boyfriend's birthday which i get and uh um oh my god and emily gives her two full binders of names that she has to memorize by this benefit i'm like it has to be five o'clock right
0: this -hmm. benefit has to start at seven
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i mean honestly how she ever she has to learn all these names because the main bitch don't know who everybody is because she's sick i'm like she's still going though it doesn't make any sense
1: yeah but anyway they get to the benefit uh angie tells emily she looks thin after emily tells her she looks so chic and emily says oh my god really i've been doing this new diet where i don't eat anything and if i feel like i'm gonna peace out pass out i eat a cube of cheese and i'm like this is so problematic that's horrible this is like not okay no so they're in the they're in the ball and we meet Jacqueline. She is the editor for Runway, the French Runway. Miranda does not like her. We learn more people are approaching and Emily cannot remember their name to save their life. Andy jumps in, saves the day. She knows their name and what they are, what their relation is. Um, and then we see her leaving the ball and Christian Thompson's there. <sighs> Hate him. He's flirting with her. He wants her to come inside. He's like, if he didn't have a boyfriend, we'd be doing some shit, and he wants her to come inside to have drinks with people from the New York Times, which I'm like, damn. But she, she says no. Gone in. Exactly. But she says no because it's her boyfriend's birthday. Stupid. She, I, look, I mean, you're married. And she's already late. So you, right, you're married, so you tell me. But like, I'm sorry if I have a huge career opportunity like that we can celebrate your birthday tomorrow okay it's not the end of the yeah. world it comes once every year <laughs> you know like yeah. I'm. it's not that i'm not excited for your birthday but i do have to work like i don't take right. off work when it's my own fucking birthday right you yeah. have to work you do it on the weekend you know it, it's what it's <laughs> i think it's just yeah. crazy because she gets home and brings him a cupcake and he's like fucking sulking on the couch i'm like you like are, a child. Right. You are a grown-ass man. It is your birthday. I need you to calm the yeah. fuck down, okay? She called. She told you. You saw her this morning. You live together, for God's sake. She's going to see you. Right. It's yeah. just that drama. I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, it's not a birthday. Necessary. It's not the end of the yeah. world. Now, Mm-mm. like, if it were a weekend, okay. That still sucks, but again, it's a job. You got to do it. Yeah. So... So she tries to apologize to him, and he's just like, I'm going to hit the bed. I'm like, the sulking, it's too much. Yeah. The next scene we see is her at Miranda's house. She's dropping off the book, and Miranda calls her into her study. And Andy goes in. Miranda tells her that Andy will be going to Paris, not Emily. Mm -hmm. And she pretty much blackmails Andy, because she tells her that if she doesn't go, she'll just take that as her not being serious about her career here or anywhere else. Meaning she'll Mm -hmm. fucking blacklist her in New York. Yeah. And she definitely has the power to do that.
0: Ridiculous. It's really
1: fucked up. So she stays up at her apartment trying to decide what she's going to do. Nate asks her to come to bed, but she says no. Which I'm like, right here, they're having bad communication. Because she doesn't even tell him what happened. Right. That she's going to go. Or that she has to decide. Or the situation. Right. So she's at the office and Miranda calls her, drops her coat. Drops her coat and purse on Emily's desk, which big Mm -hmm. power move. And she tells, calls her into her office and says, don't forget to tell Emily
0: that she's not going to Paris. And I'm like, Mm -mm. bitch. This ain't that Netflix show. There ain't no Emily in Paris here. (laughs) Emily in Paris.
1: (laughs) I'm like, can you imagine if your boss called you into their office and was like, don't forget to tell Karen she's fired?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, "Um, I'd be like, that's on you,
1: boo hell no yeah. so andy calls emily to tell her but before she can tell her emily gets hit by a fucking taxi wrecked Wrecked by a taxi <laughs> all of these scarves go flying in the air uh-huh. they're at the hospital and emily is nose now and she's mm-hmm. fucking pissed she's pulling the lid off her pudding she's licking the pudding lid she's so angry <laughs> and she's like You know what the shitty thing is? You don't even eat carbs. I dieted for this. I tried for this. You're going to get all these clothes and you don't even deserve them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Andy's trying to apologize and say she doesn't have any choice. And Emily's like, it's your fault. You did have a choice. And I just want to stick up for Andy here because she, I don't know how you feel, but I don't feel like she had a choice. Um, yeah. I mean Yeah, the, the... I mean,
0: at this point, she stuck it out this long to try to further her career. So, if if denying this opportunity would ruin all of that, then you will, would have wasted all this time. So, you might as well just go with it. Right.
1: And not only is she going to lose this job, but Miranda threatened her at losing all jobs.
0: Right. And, and Emily, of all people, should understand that when the Miranda exactly. bitch tells you you're doing something, you're doing something. Exactly. I... I... I hate how everyone turns on her
1: in this moment. I think it's bullshit. There's
0: no... There's not one nice person in this whole movie. Not
1: one. (laughs) Except for maybe Andy.
0: Yeah. I mean, no one is nice to her. Yeah,
1: not one. (laughs) So she's at the art gallery, and she's telling Doug that she's going to get to go to Paris, and he's listing off all these designers she's going to see. And Andy says, Mm -hmm. okay, you're scaring me now. I'm like, he's gay. He's gay.
0: That's it. Nothing to be scared of, baby. He just reads the magazine. Right. He's into it. That's fine.
1: So she's she sees her friend Lily, she tells her how to go through the gallery and she goes to go through the gallery and Christian Thompson walks around the corner. And he's Stalker. kind of just flirting with her and is saying like, "Oh, like you're going to be in Paris, like we should get dinner while we're in Paris." And Andy's like, "No, I'm good. No dinner for me." And he kisses her on the cheek and walks away. Lily sees this and loses her shit it is not her fault that this man is literally harassing her yeah she's like i don't even know you anymore you're flirting in dark corners with men and i'm like that's clearly not what happened did you even ask me yeah i mean she looks like a little happy as he walks away but like also irritated irritated happy yeah
0: like she's just polite she's just like too nice of a person to tell him to
1: fuck off exactly i'm so mad that lily goes off about this i'm like honestly yeah that was annoying you she's like i don't even know who you are you're late to everything i'm like because she's working yeah first of all lily works in a gallery okay i know for a fact that that bitch has to have late nights where she's installing right unless she's like the director that can leave whenever she wants but i'm like yeah sometimes you're late at work girl Mm -hmm. for god's sake there's weddings where i don't get home till fucking one in the morning none of my friends are like you're the worst friend i've ever had no it is what it is yeah so nate walks up at the end of them yelling and lily's like now i find out you're going to paris when i thought that was emily's thing and nate's like wait you're going to paris i thought that was emily's thing and i'm like jesus can no one be excited for her right no one no one's excited Mm-mm. for her everyone's just like oh you're taking emily's thing why don't you ask her what happened why don't you ask her right. are you okay is emily okay is emily coming yeah. what happened fucking ask stop assuming mm-hmm. so they go outside to have it out her and andy and nate and An- mm-hmm. and nate's like you know she think <sighs> the mm, buckle in nate's like you know i I think you have no integrity is basically what he says. And he's like, I wouldn't care what you did if you did it with integrity. He says, I wouldn't care if you were a stripper. And I just want to say sex work is work. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. And he should not be
1: insulting those women. Those women make more money than I do. Hell yeah. You know, I mean, not the strippers because they pay out people and it kind of works. Note, note to everyone. Most strip clubs, strippers have to rent the stage. They're not actually employed there. So your tips do matter because they need to pay the, Pay to rent the stage. They do not get health care there because they are a freelance worker for the strip club. And they also have to pay out the bartenders and the bouncers with tips. And if they don't pay them out correctly or as much as they think they should, they will not protect them if someone harasses them. So tip your strippers. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
0: Oh, that's good to know. It's good to know.
1: We like to keep them educated here. <laughs> anyway, he says strippers, I'll say sex workers. And he is. Saying that, you know, she has no integrity. Which I'm like, bro, she has integrity. That's why you're mad she missed your birthday. Because she fucking did her job. hmm Like, she had to. Yep. They decide that Paris will be a break for them. While she's gone, they'll take a break. And her phone rings as she goes to... She calls Nate because he starts to walk away and her phone rings. And she picks it up because it's her boss. And she has to. She doesn't have a choice. And he's like... You know, that person who's always calling and you're always answering, that's the relationship you're in. I'm like, okay, but do you pay Andy $40,000 a year to be her boyfriend? (laughs) No? Okay, then sit the fuck down. She'll answer the call. That's all I'm saying. It makes me so angry that he in no way supports her through this. Yeah. He knows she doesn't like it. He knows she's not having a a good time. He knows she's sad that she's disappointing people and he just fucking takes it out on her. Yeah. It's crazy. I think he says, like, they have nothing in common now. Mm -hmm. What did you have in common before? She's a a writer and you're a chef. Also, he's a chef. How the fuck is he out on a Friday night? True. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's a lot of craziness coming from his end of things. That's all I'm saying. Makes me very angry. (laughs) As a single girl who's looking for someone that's supportive, (laughs) makes me very angry. So they're in Paris, and they're at Fashion Week. They're meeting designers. They're backstage. She meets um, the real Valentino. Heidi Klum is in the background, I noticed. I saw her. And E! News is interviewing Miranda. Christian Thompson is there, of course. And Mm -hmm. uh, she says that she owes him for helping her with the Harry Potter book. Another little dose of blackmail, baby. Mm -hmm. He says he wants to take her out to dinner, but she has a boyfriend, and she makes a face, and he realizes they broke up. So they plan to do mm-hmm. dinner. We are in Miranda's hotel room and Miranda's looking rough. Mm-hmm. We find out that she's getting divorced and they need to redo the seating charts for the brunch tomorrow morning because her husband obviously will not be coming. Miranda's
0: up, So she replaces him with Snoop
1: Dogg. Correct. Go off. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, still a relevant reference. Oh, yeah. Still I someone i want at my table. Hell yeah. So Miranda's expresses how she's upset that this is going to be another headline and the murdochs are going to make money off her and her twins will be again losing a father figure
0: mm-hmm. which i feel she for acts her. like a human for once, right i
1: feel for her she dismisses andy and andy's in her hotel room and nigel swings by he compliments her outfit which she says she put together herself and he- they celebrate a new opportunity for him which is that he's going to partner with james holt in his new fashion line. And uh, he says, I think he says, you bet your size six ass. And she says, oh, I'm a four. four. Which I'm like, you know. She- girl wear. Yo, girl wear. <laughs> you know they had to only do it one size because she looks, she's the same. She's I, the same. Based on what I know of Anne Hathaway, I don't think she would have dieted. No. I, I mean, I know so. she did for like Les Mis.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: she would for like. A method role like that, but in this situation, I, cause she's like, I don't think so. Body positive, gay rights, woman out there. She's doing her thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she was already skinny. I don't even so know if she thin. was a six. So thin. I, to start with, I can't imagine. Yeah. She was so thin. No.
1: Yeah. So they celebrate and they toast with champagne, and she goes to dinner with Chris, Christian. <sighs> swear to God, this drink is getting to my head. So they mm-hmm. celebrate and they toast with champagne, and then she goes to dinner with Christian Thompson. And they're walking the streets of Paris. She says she doesn't know where she is. And she says she's drunk.
0: And then they go back to his place. Thoughts on this, Renee? Tell me. She says she's drunk. She's in a city she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And I barely know you. Yep. And the guy takes all of those things as, okay, so we, we should make, make out. And I can take you back to my room. Like, No. She they, he kisses her like twice, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "I've run out of excuses." Mm-hmm. That's not a yes. That's not a. It's that's not, not consent. It's
1: not at all a yes. That's
0: just you know giving in to the pressure. Not pressure, but like giving in to the situation. I would, yeah, I would say
1: pressure. She's drunk. He's been pressuring her for like a month. I would say pressure. That's true. Yeah. It's yeah, wild. No, he's he's a creep. He is an absolute creep. So they wake up in his room the next morning. Obviously, they had sex. I'm guessing that's what we're led mm-hmm. to believe. And yes. she realizes she's super late. So she's panic dressing. She's grabbing shit off of things. And the, a bag spills out. And it's a mock up of Runway. And she's like, what the fuck is this? And it turns out that Runway is going to replace Miranda with Jacqueline. And he'll be coming in as the main editor. And she gets so mad. She's like, someone has to warn Miranda. And he says, baby, it's done. I said, ew she was like i'm not your baby ew. i was like that's right andy you fucking tell him you are mm-hmm. not his baby <laughs> so we see andy kind of running around she's trying to warn miranda and miranda's like bitch have you lost your fucking mind don't call me mm-hmm. she calls her and she's like oh thank god i got you miranda literally just hangs up, <laughs> hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> so she's knocking aggressively on the door and miranda's like bitch Are you, she literally is like, are you insane? Stop knocking on my door. Mm -hmm. She finally catches up with Miranda and Miranda, she tells Miranda and Miranda literally does not react. She's like, do I smell freesias? And Andy's like, (sighs) what? No, I told them not to put any. Mm -hmm. And that's the only interaction we get based on that. So now we're at brunch, the runway brunch, and Miranda is making an announcement. Nigel thinks the announcement will be about James Holt collection and Nigel's collaboration on that, but it turns out that they picked Jacqueline. They picked Jacqueline because Miranda knew about this and did not want Jacqueline to take her job and so she gave the job to Jacqueline to distract her. Nigel is clearly distraught. (laughs) And uh Andy he says to Andy, you know, she'll she'll pay me back when the time is right and Andy's like, Are you sure about that? (laughs) And he's like, he says, no, but I hope so. So they get back in the car, and they're still in Paris, and they're going to the next event. When they get to the next event, nope, that's not what happened, sorry. So they're in the car in Paris, and they're going to the next event, and Miranda says, you know, she knew about Jacqueline, and she's honestly surprised by how Andy tried to warn her, and she sees a lot of herself in Andy. And Andy says, I'm nothing like you. I would never do something like that, like you did to Nigel. And Miranda says, you already did with Emily.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I have to disagree.
0: Mm -hmm. No, she did not. Yeah. She's trying to have, like, a who's a bigger bitch conversation. And, like, it's not, that's not, why is that the competition?
1: No. I'm like, that's not what she did. Yeah, you were going to lose your job, but you're also, like, fucking rich as hell. And you probably would have gotten a pension
0: right like it's a n- and andy wasn't like i'm gonna throw this bitch under the bus and go to paris literally because i want to and she d- and i don't want her to go which is what she did literally miranda did to this other to nigel basically exactly
1: so they get to the next event and miranda gets out into the paparazzi and gets out on the other side of the car and fucking dips she's out
0: she says peace out she does what she should have done at the very beginning of this fucking movie she leaves she's she does what
1: she should have done not in a foreign country <laughs>
0: that too honestly
1: yeah. miranda notices that she's walking the other way and tries to call her and you hear the uh soul crushing mm-hmm. of her phone and andy throws her phone into the fountain a couple of Again, notes in a foreign country right a couple of notes here <laughs> one if you're gonna quit your job maybe don't do it in the middle of the day two if you're gonna quit your mm-hmm. job maybe don't do it in a foreign country that the job paid to have you flown there Because they're probably paying for your return flight and you probably want that. And three, definitely don't throw out the cell phone that is now your only source of communication because your work is definitely paying for the hotel room you're staying in and how the fuck are you going to book a flight? I'm just saying. (laughs) I do love... Yeah,
0: when she threw that phone in the fountain, I was like, (laughs) bitch, how the fuck are you going to get home? Literally.
1: How are you getting home? (laughs) I do love that her dress and her purse match the fountain that she throws the phone into. The fountain is like green and gold and her dress is green and her purse is gold. It's very cute. Appreciate the small touches. (laughs) So she's back in New York. How? We don't know. (laughs) But she's there. Miraculously. Exactly. And she's waiting for Nate. Nate rolls up and he's like, I have to be at work in 20. Then why just say yes to meeting here?
0: Oh, you have to be at work now? Remember when I had to be at work and it was your birthday? You cried? Right.
1: So anyway, they sit there and he says while she was... I think this is crazy. He says while she was gone, he flew to Boston and and interviewed for a job and he got it. Mm Mm-hmm. But you live together.
0: Yep. I'm sorry, what? Yep. And they didn't even break up. She said, take a break. Literally. So like I thought they were just gonna take the time while she was on this like mini vacation work trip thing to like be away from each literally. other and come back and revisit and and she comes back and he's like yeah I'm out I'm literally moving to Boston, got a job he's like See I ya. flew and
1: she takes it so she's like that's amazing
0: is it yeah you live in that's New
1: York so great. do you know what the real estate is like there how the fuck are you gonna find mm. some other place to live who are you gonna live with yeah. I was like I would have lost my fucking shit if he told me this yeah. I would have lost my shit. Mm-mm. So anyway, she says she's going to an interview. He says wearing that, and I'm like, "This man is digging a ditch so far, yeah. I swear." And she's definitely
0: being sarcastic, but still, I know. But like, bra, after
1: how shitty you been, you gotta drop it, my dude.
0: Yeah, this outfit I do remember though, because it was just it was cute, uh, yeah, cool leather jacket and some jeans, yeah,
1: with a little hat.
0: Oh yeah. no, she didn't wear a
1: hat in this. Sorry. She loves her hats. Um, you know, you know what they say: put everything on, then take one thing off. I don't remember who says that. Right? I think it was Coco Chanel. I think that said that. I think so too. Um, but Andy is like, um, oh, I'll, I'll miss the grilled cheeses. I'm like, you won't miss half the rent being paid because that's what I would yeah. miss. Absolutely. And he, well, this I don't get because he's like, well, I think they have cheese in Boston. Yeah. I'm like, are you asking her to come live with you,
0: right? Or, or are, you are you saying, saying long like distance? you can come visit? Yeah, or, yeah what is? Like, what I don't is understand the thing? this conversation. No, Nothing no, no, comes no. of it. Nothing that I believe. Because then she goes, she goes to the interview for yeah. a job in
1: New York, and she gets it. So, yeah, yeah. So. so she goes to the interview, and the guy's like, you know, you worked at Runway for less than a year. What's that about? And she's like, I learned a lot. And he's like, Well, Miranda told me that if I don't hire you, I'm stupid. So he hires her and we see her walking away and she sees Miranda coming out of the building. She kind of like waves to her. Miranda gets in the car. She doesn't acknowledge her, but she smiles to herself in the car. And then she, the car's not going. She's like, go, go. I honestly get her as a person. Yes. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I do. Yeah. And that's the end. that's the credits. I'm kind of bummed you didn't like it.
0: I didn't like it at all. And the moral of the story is just uh, pick a shitty job, do it for a little bit, and then realize it's not for you and get a better job that you wanted the whole time. Yeah, I mean. She could have just gone to this newspaper to begin with.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Without Runway's recommendation, she might have not gotten the job. That's the tea about it. Mm. I don't know. I mean, she worked hard. It wasn't hard.
0: like the times. It was like. No, some it was a
1: small job for sure. Off.
0: Yeah, it was like some tiny.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm sure
0: if they needed a writer and she was competent enough to have won some national whatever <laughs> in college, they would say, sure, here's your desk. Good luck.
1: I agree with you on that one. I don't know. As someone that's like building their own business, I do get like having to do the shit work until you can get to the good stuff. Yeah. No. But. And I also get being in like. A really bad work environment but the world crash the literal world crashing down around you and you not having a choice
0: mm-hmm. so
1: i do get it i guess i'm more sympathetic i just wish
0: it was funnier
1: <laughs> yeah girl if you came for a comedy you're looking for the wrong thing this ain't it yeah i, I thought
0: it was funnier i thought it was gonna be funny <laughs> yeah you were not getting comedy out of this nope. <laughs> oh lord
1: Well, we did it. Our second Anne Hathaway movie. She's really out there. She's hitting her stride in the early 2000s. She's winning so far. Yeah, she is winning. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sad Renee didn't like it, but I hope all of you out there like it, okay? It's a classic to me. It's a classic in my heart. I wish the body shaming didn't exist, but I fully, as a person that works in a corporate world, I get the nine to five abusiveness. I really do.
0: People liked it because when I was researching, the budget for the movie was like thirty million. Yeah, or something it was like high. That. But it but it grossed like three hundred million in the box office. Mm-hmm. So people liked it. It was movie, a hit, apparently. I, I'm like the, I'm the odd man out. And then I think Ugly Betty came like
1: pretty much right after it. It was kind of like a genre. I didn't watch that. Yeah, it's got problematic. Um, yeah, I know it's worse yeah, today. It's definitely problematic. To yeah because i never watched it and i started re-watching it recently and i woke up mm-hmm. and i watched it and i fell asleep and i woke up and <sighs> i was like um what the fuck is happening <laughs> i was like i'm I, I literally watched it like half awake like I'm um, are they are they are they butchering a transgender storyline right now? And I watched it for another 30 seconds and I was like, yes, yes, they are. Okay. I'm going to have to back Mm. out of the room now. I'm going to have to stop watching this. And that's where I stopped watching it. I think it's like, I think it's season two. It it was quick that they threw the wrench in there. I don't doubt it. And I was like, not only that, not only did they butcher the transgender storyline, but they also don't even have a transgender person playing it.
0: Of course not.
1: It's a cisgender woman. (laughs) oh yeah and i'm like i guarantee yeah you guys you gotta cast for the role here (laughs) i know it's the early 2000s but my god
0: they didn't care they really
1: didn't care i mean they're throwing Mm -hmm. dead names around in this show it is wild Mm -hmm. it's wild out there yeah anywho
0: renee do you want to tell them what we're doing next week oh next week we're doing a movie that i do like that is funny We're doing um, Stick It. I also
1: love this movie. I've seen it probably as many times as I've seen Devil Wears Prada. This movie is so good. This is a movie where you watch it in the theaters as a young child and you come out being like, I want to be a gymnast.
0: I'm going to be a gymnast. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. This was also one of my bisexual awakening movies. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. for
1: me. Which one? Who? Main character? The
0: main girl? Yeah. And then the guy with the shaggy hair? Like the two, her stu- two stupid friends, uh, yeah. the one with the Justin Bieber yeah. haircut, loved him. I guess I'm really not bisexual because she just doesn't
1: do it for me. What? Oh, my God. I'll go off. She's she's in a, she's in like a... um, Rookie Blue Yeah, TV I was going to say, she's Seen in it. like, what's the word for those kinds of shows?
0: Like a primetime drama.
1: Yeah, but there's a word for... Cop show. It, a
0: procedural. A procedural. Okay.
1: Or like the same thing always happens in the, the ending, and like NCIS, yeah. procedural. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good job, Vicky. Like, like that uh, Law and Order. <laughs> well, I'm excited to watch it. Um, this is gonna be way, 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 way in the future for you guys, but we're excited because tomorrow the podcast launches. Yeah, uh, finally. I, this is probably like two months out from the launch, but I wonder if you guys like us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah hope so. asking from the future <laughs> asking from the past yeah. do you like us we'll see um yeah. but until then you can follow me on instagram at victoria and calloway you can follow renee on instagram at renee louise 12 you can read all of her books on what at uh renee lear l-e-h-r go read them get educated on you know what honestly do get educated because renee writes a lot of lgbtq books that i think is good for expanding the mind of the youth so if you're a youth get out there and expand that mind baby and have a little romance while you're at it yeah you can follow the podcast on rewinds pod at inst on rewinds pod you can follow us on instagram You can follow the pod on Instagram at Rewinds Pod, and you can subscribe, you can like it. Well, you can, I guess you can't like it. You can... Sc-
0: <laughs> subscribe, download, and rate us. Yes,
1: please. Do what she said, for the love of God. <laughs> We're not doing this for any money, but we still want to know if you like it, and yeah. you can... No, I put that in the credits. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I think this drink is... <laughs> It's coming. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think gin gets ya. <coughs> it really does. <laughs> so we'll play the trailer after this and next week we'll have tons of comedy for you uh, to Renee's excitement and we'll Yay. see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Every day I break
2: the law of gravity. Don't and sometimes Other laws get broken in the process. Let's get out of here. If I was lucky, I would have gotten sentenced to juvie. Instead, I got sent back to the world. I thought it escaped forever. Welcome to the Vickerman Gymnastics Academy. What is she doing here? Why all the hate? When you walk out on finals and lose Team USA some Team Gold, it's not personal, it's national. Bailey Graham has come out of retirement to train with us.
0: You've really gotten skinny, fat?
2: (laughs) Oh, Tell Jealous, Haley? Can you tell Joanne that I'm gonna do a real dismount? Haley's gonna do a real dismount. Put down the phone. Haley? Oh. And we work one way around here. That's my way. Or we can call the judge. You decide. Way to build trust. I couldn't resist.
1: Can you imagine making it all the way to finals and walking out? It's totally insane. That was for finals. Are you kidding me? It's not called gymnastics.
2: The IG Classic, it's coming up in a couple of weeks. This could be your last chance to turn your life around. If you think that I'm getting on this competition floor with some stupid cookie-cutter routine, you are seriously senile. You gonna hurt yourself? Probably. Just don't get blood on the equipment. Okay, guys. Let it rip. Right. You eat Matt. You eat Matt hard. Awesome. Yes, Come on, get in the truck. You no
0: know voice. <gasps> 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 I'm so shaking things.
3: <laughs>
2: Call me. <I'll>
1: stalk you. <gasps> Dude, how do we not know about this sport?
2: ticket i think you should get back on the trap again i mean just to make sure you still suck
1: thanks for listening to rewinds our cover art is by hailey ray adair music and vocals by kirsten kay editing by me victoria calloway if you like what you heard don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts thanks